welcome to Becoming an Artist, Creative Secrets Revealed. And in this episode, I'm going to be chatting to Jin from Jin Designs, who is a fantastic creator of a brand um, of homeware products. And she's going to be talking to us about her journey, her ups and downs, from where she started sort of as a graphic designer, going through to being um, an amazing business owner and how she got through those tough times and come out the other side and has been running her business now for 10 years. So remember to subscribe if you want more episodes like this one and to find out how to become an artist. And also remember to go to becominganartist.co.uk where you'll find all of the paths I've drawn from all of the interviews, including this one. So becoming a homeware brand creator is at the title of this one and you can find all of these paths all of the links and um, resources that people that i've interviewed have given as well so i hope you enjoy it and take care today i'm here with the one and only gin of gin designs who creates beautiful homeware products with classically simple designs and with a focus on bringing comfort joy and charm into your home through quality british made products her first design was the sitting cat, which is still about, and from there she's developed many more product ranges, mostly animal themes, and she also has a very cute studio helper cat called Pebbles. How is Pebbles? She all right? It's fine. She's uh, she's hiding at the moment. Yeah. Oh, she why might is she make... hiding? Um, she just yeah, she's a uh, she's shy. So in the morning she's when shy. there's a lot of noise going on, she kind of. Hides away and then she'll come out. Hides and, away. Yeah. And she'll be sleeping with us oh, all day. Lisa. Yeah. Oh, she's very cute. Thank you. What's her Instagram again for people? Uh, it's pebbles, pebbles by underscore by underscore. Yeah. Pebbles by the sea, but underscores <laughs> in between the words. <laughs> all the underscores. Yeah. Okay, perfect. <laughs> um... <laughs> yeah, she's going to take that one through. So... <laughs> yeah. Okay. It, was it not all text? Could you not do the whole words, like all the words together? Or was that too, I don't know. I can't remember why I did that. Well, why she did that at the time, I can't, I, I'm not sure. <laughs> why did she do that? Why I don't she know. Do that? She just uh, Crazy made cat. bad, bad <laughs> Instagram decisions. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, um, I would like to talk about your journey and how you've got to kind of creating all these beautiful products and owning your business and things like that. So, I want to kind of start from the beginning because I know when I met you, you were, which was a long time ago, where mm. you were, we went to a networking event together. I think is that when we met? I think and so. You were a graphic designer. Yeah, I think that's it was right. a networking networking thing. Yeah. So, before that, let's rewind, 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 rewind. So, when you were a kid, were you really into creating things, making things, that sort of stuff? I like. I can't say I don't think I was very artistic um, yeah I loved like drawing cartoons and stuff yeah um and I used to create these little comics yeah that was um I remember doing that and I I liked art as in yeah. you know sometimes the teacher would get you to draw a trainer or something and you'd <laughs> copy the trainer some things like that projects <laughs> like that but yeah um I don't I don't see myself as artistic um oh I, I guess I like yeah it's more I guess it's more do you see yourself of more as a designer then making things look yeah 
Yeah, I mean, I should do after all these years. Yeah, you should. <laughs> I should see myself. I, I define myself as a graphic designer. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, but I'm obviously, I'm not trained in graphic design. Um, okay, so you I didn't do that at uni or anything like that? Way. You didn't You didn't do study it or anything no, like that? No, I didn't. You didn't? Oh, wow, okay. So that's interesting. So what, no, so did, did you go to uni? No, I did useful. <laughs> what did you do at uni? Yeah, I did. I went to um, Leeds Uni. Yeah. Um, I did a very useful history and Greek civilization <laughs> degree, which fantastic. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was. I really enjoyed I mean, it. That it really sounds fun. That sounds really interesting. But, but then, what do you do afterwards? Yeah, it just exactly that was the problem. Um, did you try to do something I, with it afterwards? It, but back when I no, I just kind of drifted along through my twenties. Okay. Um, trying different jobs. I did a lot of temping jobs. Yeah. And then that's how I ended up doing the getting into like graphic design and okay. web design. Um, right. I was just going through all these random admin jobs and things. And I thought I'm going to try and learn HTML and web design because there was like a course on a, a local college. Oh, great. So I did like an eight week course and that was good. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. And then I saw that there was a job going in the college design studio so I applied for that and got that and then that was kind of my first experience of working with other designers and yeah yeah, working on design jobs I did a lot of like formatting you know back then using Quark don't know if you remember that one yeah that's going back Um, uh, far far in my brain so that was kind of like long time that was kind of like yeah. InDesign, wasn't it, I suppose? Is that right? Quark? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. InDesign kind of was running alongside for a bit and then it took yeah. over. Um, so you were doing all that kind yeah. of stuff in the studio? So that, yeah, really interesting. Really liked that job. Yeah. And then obviously that was a platform for getting, going on from there and going into other graphic design jobs. So I got a job after that as a, an in-house designer for a travel company and worked there for a few years um yeah and it was kind of during that when I yeah I was um offered we were um I was going to get made redundant basically okay um and I thought okay well this is the chance I've built up a few kind of freelance clients on the side of my job anyway so I had a bit of like part-time work going on and that kind of being made redundant just gave me the leap to go for it, really. <laughs> Scary times, but I think the same thing happened to me actually. Mm. Yeah, I think I was. I think, um, yeah, like I've I've been I've worked for a few startups and sort yeah, of been made redundant a couple of I times. Know, that's right. And just sort of had to go, yeah, into freelancing and things. Yeah. So yeah, it's just yeah, it's scary, but it's a great thing to do, isn't it? It's like it is. It's it's really exciting because you don't know what you're going to be doing next. I know. You don't know what you and you're just kind of having to put yourself out there and find this work. Yeah. So how did you find that experience of kind of of the beginnings of it? Were you like just terrified and? It was scary. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was scary. Yeah, I remember because I'd come from a busy office and then I was sitting there in my little room at home thinking, uh, what am I going to do? Yeah. What have I done? Yeah, 
and it was really yeah. it was scary and, and like not having the monthly salary and all that kind of stuff yeah um yeah. but it was I did I it does force you to kind of really put yourself out there like you say yeah. you can't just sit there you can't sit there watching daytime tv you you've got bills to pay yeah that's it so that's kind of People say, oh, how do you get motivated when you work from home? And it's like, well, I know. I don't understand that question. You've got to, <laughs> yeah. I know. You just do it. You you've got to have it. the money coming in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know. It's so it was, it was good. I've learned a lot from, yeah. from it. But Yeah. So did you, I guess yeah. you, because I met you at a net, networking event. So I guess that's kind of how you, how you got some of your work was, was when you were freelance. Was yeah, it was. That. And then it was mainly, um, yeah, it was it was word of mouth a lot of it as well. Yeah. Networking I never enjoyed. No, it's I always really a bit... had to force myself to do that. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. I think we all struggle um, with that at the beginning. Um, but yeah, it's, it's quite a, it is quite it's quite a weird thing to do. You've got all these people in a in a room who don't know each other, and you have to go and yeah. talk to talk force yourself to talk to these strangers, and it's just it doesn't come naturally to mm. a lot of us. I think. <laughs> It's a I know. Thing. I think I just spent a lot of time standing there listening to someone talking, <laughs> just sort of edging into the conversation. <laughs> yeah, <Hi>. yeah. <laughs> it was it was really hard work. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, do you think difficult. it helped you? Do you think that kind of experience of of being freelance has helped you in your business now? Yes. I, I think it does force you to kind of be more proactive. Yeah. Um, you know, you're not relying on anyone else to get the job other work other than yourself. Yeah. Um, but obviously, I kind of went from free, freelance to then creating my own products and I guess becoming more of a small business e-commerce store, really. So... That was making that was a bit of a transition from can you talk to me a bit about how that kind of thought process happened so you because you were doing all your graphic design work um and then you just you just were like this isn't enough for me this isn't what I want to do was was there was there just kind of an instant where you were like no this is it or was it a kind of a something that happened over time yeah. that you kind of started thinking about what was the what was the kind of impetus? What was the story behind that happening? Well, I actually, I, I moved down to Brighton um, and realised, tried to move my work down here as well, which was fine because I had clients, you know, I didn't have to see the clients. Yeah. But I found it, it like down here is incredibly creative. Yeah. And I found I just wasn't getting the work and I didn't know, I didn't have the, like history of people that I knew up where I was working before in Manchester yeah. and I just um I was struggling money wise and also the whole industry was changing so I'd been designing like logos and websites and now people were like saying well I can just buy a logo for 20 quid off the internet yeah and it's like my whole kind of industry and work and skills were kind of being made redundant again yeah um I know people do carry people still there is still jobs out there where you can do that but 
yeah. I was just finding it harder and constantly having to justify my pricing and my work and yeah. well you know just coming up against people where I can buy an off-the-shelf website now so yeah why would I need you yeah so I thought well, I'm gonna have to change what I do but I also I guess I did get tired of um I wanted to create my own stuff yeah and I think I was constantly kind of creating what other people wanted obviously putting my take on it but you know what it's like yeah. you get clients say oh can you make yeah. it like this can you do I that? know yes and it's very yeah <laughs> it's a bit soul destroying isn't it when you yeah when you think Absolutely. you've got something yeah. great it can be it can be yeah um yeah I mean sometimes you get great clients sometimes you get fantastic clients who yes. work with you and you yeah. know, have ideas but they let you they give you the freedom to kind of take what they kind of suggest totally. and, and and put your vision and they've just they're just really great at communicating so you know mm, there are totally yeah if you can if you can find those lovely clients um then it's fantastic but yeah obviously you have the other end of the scale where it can be difficult and soul destroying and sort of someone just sort of telling you being very prescriptive I suppose mm. about what they want in some ways or or giving you bad information to start off with that's a classic one isn't it they yeah, don't, that's they don't true. know what they want and tell you to do something, <laughs> and then you're like, and they're like, no, I didn't want that. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> so the, yeah, uh, the design, tricky. the all-important design brief. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that doesn't exist um, quite often. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know, I know. Yeah. So yeah, I don't want to be too negative about that. Maybe it was, you know, a time for a change for me as well. Yeah, it try. sounds like it. It sounds like you wanted to create something of your own. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Well, that was what I wanted to do. And I just, to be honest, I did think, okay, I'm going to create my own products. I'll yeah. open an online shop yeah. and people will come. Yeah. And of course, yeah, it's not that easy. No. Yeah, it was a big, big learning curve. And where did you go to learn Still about learning. how to do, yeah, obviously, as we always, <laughs> it's always going to be a process. But did, um, so did you... Did you just go into it kind of not doing like not sort of asking other business owners or did you just or or reading about how you did it or how other people had done it or were you just like right I'm just going to do it and you did it I looked at other um competitors yeah. websites to see the kind of thing that they were offering and I just I kept thinking well I know that I could offer yeah. something else like yeah. an alternative yeah um, and I knew that I had something to offer. Yeah. Um, particularly with like, I was obviously quite keen to get my cat designs. Um, yeah. Out into the public. Yeah. So, I just, I don't, I can't remember if I really did a great. I, I must have done a lot of research, but I don't yeah. remember talking to many other businesses because I felt quite alone in the whole process at the beginning right um because it's a bit it's a it is a lot different now like you've got instagram and i think it is a lot easier to connect with people but i'm going back like 10 years and yeah so we instagram did have instagram obviously but yeah it only just started i think then though hadn't it or was it had it been going i don't know when it started was it like 2010 or something it was yeah you just didn't have that kind of community 
thing yeah. that you do now with like Facebook and yeah but yeah so I think I was quite alone in the whole process um but kind of just felt my way kind of researching yeah online that kind of stuff looking for suppliers people yeah. to work with in that way and getting the products yeah but I really didn't know what I was doing it was very much like learning from scratch I want I really wanted it to work that's amazing to just sort of have this idea and this belief and then go and do it I think that's that's such a cool thing about your journey that you made that decision and did it and you're here 10 years later and that's incredible so mm. I know it's been hard yeah it's interesting really but yeah yeah because I've never really thought of myself as having a a path I've always like floated along and yeah. then I found this really and it's the one thing that I really like stuck at yeah so and it so you mentioned it you mentioned it was quite difficult at the beginning mm. is that so what kind of how did you get get through that bit at the beginning when it was hard yeah I think the first three years were probably the hardest yeah um just trying to do everything on my own right um, not really very good at outsourcing anything, which I think I would probably do differently now. Yeah. But I guess it was just trial and error at the beginning. Um, you know, trying. Uh, well, I guess one of the good things was meeting other business owners, and I tend I did quite a lot of fairs and events at the beginning. Yeah. And that was kind of a bit just knowing that there's other people out there doing the same as you going yeah. through the same stuff and sharing stories that was really helpful um so i think yeah if you if you're kind of starting out that would be my one bit of advice would be to try and find people in doing similar stuff yeah. and just yeah talk to them because yeah. it just go for coffee whatever and um or talk online, whatever, but just know that you're not doing it on your own because it's quite difficult to share it with, say, a partner or family. Yeah. Nobody really quite understands what you're doing and, you know, why don't you go and get a proper <laughs> job kind of thing. I hope no one said that to you. Um, I know, my mum's uh, great at, not not proper job, but she's 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 obviously worried, she was worried about me, so her kind of way of dealing that was to say you know oh just get a just get a regular job like yeah. everybody else and um why do you put yourself through all this stress but yeah no that wasn't going to happen yeah that's it there's some yeah. I think there's some people in this world who just can't do that and I'm, I'm definitely no. I'm definitely one of them who's not never been able to get a, <laughs> to stay in a proper proper job yeah yeah <laughs> not not it's not for everyone no. <laughs> so so you so you met all these business owners and you chatted to them and I'm guessing they gave you advice and help and support and you shared stories as you said and that kind of helped you through that kind of those first three years those first kind of difficult times and you've got like also this like amazing presence on Instagram which I think is really cool. So how did you, did you, did that come quite naturally or did, did you kind of build that up over time and kind of figure out what, 
how what things worked and that sort of stuff or did you look at other people how did you how do you figure out how to do that one of the things I try not to do is look at other people because I think it puts me off my own journey I just get very yeah I've got I've got to try and just yeah focus on what I'm doing because as soon as I start looking at other people like it's like oh my god I should be doing this I should be doing that um so that's quite hard I guess Instagram in particular was always has always been a platform where people have been really kind of um supportive yeah Uh, so I've always been kind of been able to be more open and honest about what I'm doing and and just have fun with it as well yeah so I don't really know how it's definitely kind of I think I did get lucky at one point where Instagram was a lot easier to reach people yeah so I did gain quite a few followers at one time but I'd say definitely now it's it's harder to do that and actually I don't think you need to get lots of followers these days yeah it's a just have to yeah it's a different it's different beasts isn't it now it's like it's so difficult to kind of build a following on Instagram Mm. I think it's a lot slower yeah but it but as long as you get kind of those those good followers not kind of you know you don't want a load of bots or no you know people who aren't interested it, it depends on the qu- kind of it's more about the quality isn't it of the followers yeah definitely and people interested in your product yeah so with you I would say you're kind of like you are kind of sorry part of the whole package aren't you of your business mm. you're kind of the face and it's re- it's very connected to you you're, you kind of put yourself out there on Instagram and um, on your website, you've got kind of all your story on there and you're kind of connecting with your customers on that on that level. Do you think that's kind of something that businesses like yours have to do now? That's kind of part of the deal. You have to, you can't just be like, oh, here's some products, please buy them. You have to be like, look, I'm, this is the story behind it. I'm the person who's made it, that sort of thing. Yeah, definitely. You can even see it with all the yeah. big companies now. They're all kind of like yeah, jumping on the bandwagon. They're trying to <laughs> like stop copying be us. that person behind. <laughs> I know because <laughs> it kind of gives us small businesses that you know that edge. But now the big companies are doing it. Like some of them trying to make out they're small companies, but they're not. Yeah, um, But yeah, I do think it's important. But if you're not kind of keen on getting your face. I mean, I used to hate doing stories. I still yeah. do. And actually, I really, not all the time, some mo- some moods, I'm, you know, I find it really easy and I'm talking away. <laughs> but some days it's really hard. And yeah. I just think the, the way to do it is just try. Yeah. Even if you don't post it, just try it and then try it again. But honestly, don't spend so much time over it. You've just yeah. literally got to throw things up there for, especially for stories. Yeah. Um, and people just want consistency. That you know, there's a lot of people just following you. They want to know. They do want to know the everyday, um, which might seem. It is sometimes I think you know, oh God, I'm posting this again, but, um, I think you've got to kind of be in people's eye. Which yeah. is, I, I realise that's quite draining, like mentally. Yeah. You can't really 
take a break from it but um it does seem to be the way we we have to kind of promote our businesses these days yeah absolutely um, so how do you get how do you get through that kind of feeling of it being draining is that do you have any any kind of tips for that it is difficult I think you know I've lay uh, I've been in bed late at night 11 o'clock at night thinking what am I going to post today um, right. and actually times like that just don't just put the phone down <laughs> leave it yeah um and worry about you know get up next day fresh go outside go for a walk do whatever yeah. you need to do and I think what I'm learning more now is the best way is to kind of sit down like block off certain time in the day or in the, in the week like say two hours on a Wednesday afternoon I'm going to plan what I'm going to write on Instagram my post for next week or something yeah on Instagram and I think that's I don't actually do that at the moment I'm try. I keep trying yeah but I think that's the best way because when I have yeah. done it you know it's not creeping into your every day or your evening yeah. or late at night yeah. and if you could just have that focus and write yeah. a week's worth of posts even if you don't use them or you change them yeah. but you've got them there and I think that mentally I think that's the best way because otherwise it yeah. gets very draining yeah because you have to as you say you have to kind yeah. of break your flow of doing something else and go back to oh god I've got a post uh, I need to think of something right now. Mm. That sort of thing. I'm I'm <laughs> bad at it. I think you're great at it. I think your posts are fantastic. Yeah, it's but, um, yeah. It's just it's just it is draining to kind of put yourself out there and and all the time and and kind of be on there all the time. It is a lot, isn't it? Yeah, I think, it is for anyone. I think it's kind of for your mental health as well. I think it's, it's too much. Yeah, it, there's the, there's probably going to be some better way of managing it all at some point um I haven't quite discovered it I know there's some apps now that you yeah. can use like later and um like Facebook you can schedule posts yeah. and stuff um but it kind of loses it then they all have a bit of their limitations though I think yeah, yeah. I know yeah I'm still working that one out so I'll I'll let you know yeah. when, I've, when I've mastered it one. yeah let me know mm-hmm. I will <laughs> So with your business now, do you feel like you're at a good place? Do you think you have achieved everything you want to achieve or is there lots more to do? What, how are you feeling about it? Um, I feel very good that I've I've made it to 10 years. Um, I don't know where the time's gone. but Yeah, it's amazing. I keep thinking, no, I really need to celebrate this milestone because it has been quite a journey and I'm just thinking... God, yeah. could I do another 10 years? I, I feel <laughs> I could. I feel I've still got a lot to offer and I've still got ideas and things I want to do, yeah. designs I want to bring out. Yeah. It, I do. I think the change for me will probably be trying to get more help in because it's very hard when you're doing everything on your own yeah. to keep fresh. Yeah. And, yeah, that's the, that's the hard bit. So yeah it's just letting go and that's something I've got to learn so who would you get in it would probably be someone who could help me with like a lot of um managing the website and um you know the other platforms I sell on and helping with kind of 
SEO, maybe a bit of marketing stuff. So it's difficult though, because but I think for my own sanity, and also if I do want to keep growing, otherwise I'm just going to kind of get stuck at a level. Yeah, and I do want to, I do want to keep growing. So just kind of yeah, pushing forward and getting some getting some help. Yes, <laughs> definitely. And do you do you feel like you're always having to work all the time? Do you feel like do you ever have do you ever? I know you've just mm. been on holiday and we've spoken about that, but when you were on holiday did you still have to kind of manage your business and I, I checked e- um, emails every day and I haven't had a holiday without doing that for a long long time but actually this was the first holiday I had where I yeah I felt like I could switch off a bit more because I've got um I've got a, a obviously a warehouse fulfillment company that send my orders out and um we've just implemented a couple of new processes which makes it a lot smoother so I felt like I could um oh great yeah sit back a little bit which was really good um and also there's a lot more automations now with kind of emails email campaigns so I actually set a couple up to go when I was on holiday which isn't always the best thing because then that obviously leads to can lead to kind of a bit more work but it just means you can keep things running while you're away but then I think nowadays there's no harm in just shutting everything down if you can yeah and just having that break and I I wish I was better at it but I'm not I think I'm a little bit addicted to to work well that's your baby there's something you've created from scratch your business isn't it so you it's totally understandable you want to kind of keep keep checking in on it but it, it is hard when you kind of building a business to take time off but I do I it is a good because you just feel so much more creative when you come back and yeah you just don't realize how kind of um drawn into it you've been yeah you just got to step away and then you can look back on look back in on it I think it's incredible what you've accomplished I think it's it's so amazing that you've built something from from scratch and you kind of and done it all yourself pretty much well you have done it all yourself and a lot of people wouldn't have, have done that a lot of people would have got help in a, a lot earlier and that you're, you're only kind of thinking of doing that now well, that's probably <laughs> I think get, getting help in is probably the, those are the people that are doing really well but yeah you, you've got to I think you've done you can... you've, yeah but you've done so much that it's I think that I think it's so cool and now if you want to you can kind of you. start thinking about that as well can't you so think about some help mm-hmm. and and moving forward and growing and getting and dominating the market. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I know. So um, yeah. Can I talk to you a bit about so it's been I know you've you spoke you said it's been difficult. The first few years were really difficult. And you did have a fire in your belly when you started and you were really kind of excited and you wanted to, you knew that this was want, what you wanted to do. But how did you get through those three years when you when things were really tough what what kind of mentally what did you did you use kind of tools did you step away what did you what did you do for yourself to help you carry on keep going well I think everything kind of got to a head when I had um I've moved out of the home and then moved into an office and I was paying like I don't know it's like 600 pound a month in rent or something oh God, ridiculous 
Um, and yeah, and it was just for this little room. And I was trying to post out all the orders on my own, um, running down to the post office. Uh, it was just awful. Um, and I just couldn't cope. And I, I just remem remember handing him the notice. Luckily, I could get out the contract okay. of this unit. And um, and I came back home, and I obviously then had to clear out the whole unit and bring it back into my home. Oh, exhausting. <laughs> and it, I just sat on the sofa with all this stuff in the living room, and I thought, what am I doing? <laughs> and it was just a real kind of breakdown moment. Yeah. I just didn't know how to to get out of it. And actually a friend came round, and um, she said, you know, what's going on? Looks like you're not coping. And um, I said, yeah, I'm not. And and then kind of she, uh, yeah, she kind of um, went and then I didn't hear from her again. And I just thought, oh, my God, I really am on my own here. This, oh is, this is my I thought you mess. were going to say she's going to kind of... she's gonna help you. Though. No, she... no, she didn't. I just <laughs> oh I just God. felt nobody really understood what yeah. what it was like, because yeah. um, unless you're kind of in the unless you kind of got your own business you you don't really get it yeah you know you just go to work every day and that's all right so yeah this was like rock bottom moment and then I think the turning point was actually um I found a fulfillment company in Burgess Hill and they thankfully they took all my stock um well I took it down to them and then we got the systems in place and they started to post my orders out so I knew that like really freed up a hell of a lot of time. I yeah. wasn't like going to the post office every day. And I think it was just slowly, slowly, I think everything kind of built up, but it was just trying to kind of break it down into, into bits. Like I knew I had to focus on the orders and, you know, that's the main point is getting the product to the customers. Yeah. <laughs> um, so getting that sorted and then that gave then obviously I had the time then to do a bit more marketing and I think I it was I can't say it was like one kind of moment where I suddenly thought oh okay this is how I'm going to do it but it was it was definitely kind of breaking it down into sections and I, I did try different people to help me like I I remember going to kind of like a life coach for a, a couple of sessions or um and while that kind of didn't work out it did help for that kind of month you know right. and then I tried I think I tried a business consultant who uh he came around like once or once a month um and actually I think if I'd known if I'd actually talked to to businesses and maybe done a bit more kind of networking or chatting to other online businesses and stuff which I do now I might not have felt so alone and I would have had ideas and people to talk to but I think yeah I just spent far too much time trying to figure it out on my own and it, do you think there was an element of pride there like you didn't want to like you were like I'm doing this on my own like uh, no one I it's fine yeah I just don't I don't even know if I mean did they have like Facebook I know they did have Facebook groups and stuff but I don't remember like all this. There's loads now, like there's loads of like small business networks. Yeah, but are. I just probably wasn't looking for it or yeah. didn't think about it. Yeah, if I was starting again now, I would definitely. Yeah, 
grab all the help I could get. (laughs) I think as well now there's so many more people doing it, aren't there? So there's a lot more people to ask. Yeah, and also a lot more competition, (laughs) which I suppose is a bit more difficult as well. Yeah, that Um, is true. That is true. Can you talk to me a bit about your designs and where they came from and what kind of, how you kind of, you were like, okay, this is, this is kind of exactly the style I want and things like that. How did that come about? I think in my previous jobs as graphic designer, I think I just developed this very kind of clean and simple style. I didn't have any patterns or filling up the space. It was very much like clean lines and lots of space. I remember learning about white space and, you know, use the white space. <laughs> so I <laughs> thought, space yeah, then. I don't know. That, <laughs> that stuck for some reason. I think in, in my own head, I like space. Yeah. Um. So I think I wanted to put it on products because I thought, okay, let's let's have a moment while we're sitting here having a nice cup of tea. You've got lots of space. Take time out from your work and here you are. You've just got one little character on the on the mug and it's just something that's personal to you. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, obviously the cats were my first designs. Yeah. And, yeah, I've always kind of drawn cats, like just doodled them on a pad and I've yeah. always drawn that um, sitting cat shape. Um from like years ago is a reminder of my own cat that I used to have when I was growing up um yeah who obviously yeah that story's on my website yeah but (laughs) yes stuck stuck in my head that one and yeah and I thought well there's lots of kind of like crazy cat things out there for people but there wasn't many kind of simple sophisticated kind of clean yeah. designs so I thought okay no this is lovely and I'm sure other cat lovers are gonna love it even yeah. if they've like had a cat and they don't have a cat anymore it was something for them so yeah yeah that's how that one started and then obviously the designs followed like sitting dog and then I came up with the woodland animals and yeah I've kind of been able to reach a a wider audience bringing out different different yeah, characters lots of, but lots of choice for different people if they like different animals and things like yeah. that yeah and I like the idea yeah. that you you when you were talking about at the beginning that kind of simple clean thing and when and when you're sat there so it's almost like kind of zen or or mindfulness in a way isn't it kind mm. of um you're kind of connecting with that one thing or concentrating on that one thing you've got that one design on there and you know with with mindfulness or meditation you're only concentrating on one thing like mm. breathing quite often mm. and so and and then you've got this that space so you're just being and you're being in that space so it kind of it kind of for me I don't know about other people but that's that's my, t- no, my that's take true I think kind of I get yeah. that that calmness from it yeah I've never thought of that but that's so, exactly what I'm I've probably created really because that that's what I wanted it's like everything's so busy um yeah and yeah it's just that moment you have Mm. yeah absolutely and that kind of yes that that break from from such a busy life and and everything going on and as you say everything is so busy when you 
you know you go you go online and you've got all these ads and things everywhere and it's just yeah it's or instagram you're just kind of scrolling there's so much information going into our brains now Mm. on a daily basis it's just it's insane and i don't know it must be changing our our brains in in some horrific way yeah i think we're all speeding Uh, up a lot aren't we i mean i haven't got any attention span anymore (laughs) so yeah that's gone that's gone out the window yeah (laughs) oh well (laughs) never mind (laughs) yeah this is this is the issue isn't it it's just yeah there's too much stuff i love that your products are reminding people of that kind of taking that space and sitting and calm Mm. and being calm for a bit definitely lovely um philosophy um, and have you got any other kind of insights into so if someone wanted to start doing what you're doing what would you would you say to them what would you advise them obviously to talk to other business owners I suppose and do their research to start off with mm. but would there be anything else that you might want to any gems of, of advice <laughs> that you might want to share I think where I went wrong was probably bringing out lots of different products and just hoping that something would sell um and i think nowadays you can be a lot you don't have to actually spend the money on all the stock right you can there's much easier ways of getting samples and testing it with your audience and kind of putting it on instagram saying what do you think of this or what do you think of that um whereas i think when i started it was right you've got to order a hundred of these and right. see how they go I've still got stuff in there yeah then you yeah stuck with them. I've literally <laughs> still got stuff in the warehouse that I've had from when I first opened and oh my god yeah it's not the way to do do it anymore so yeah I think start small as well don't um I think most people would do this anyway because um financially it's better as well if you just kind of start with you know two or three designs and yeah um focus on them and maybe focus on one or two products and don't go all out trying to build a a massive collection Um, and actually I I think that's what I'm going to do with mine is kind of try and whittle it down now because I've almost got too many products uh, too many designs so it's about focusing and obviously really go niche as well (laughs) Yeah, that's what um, I think. That's the real key. So, what niche with the products or niche with the audience? Do you think, or is it both? I think niche. Yeah, both really. I mean, like for me, I've got obviously lots of different animals, um, but I could quite easily just focus just on cats, and that would make it a lot easier just to kind of create cat stuff for cat people. And then yep. you know who your target audience is. That's it. Um, That's a good, just a good It's a little bit harder well. with. <laughs> yeah. Cat stuff for cat people. It's harder. Yeah. <laughs> when you've got cats and then you and then you bring out a pig and it's like, okay. So now I've got to go and try and market this cat, pig. For um, cat and pig people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's that's where it's um it's become tricky. Yeah. So niche is the key, definitely. 
And did yeah. do you, you know when you first started and you and you had maybe you had an idea of who your audience were? Did that kind of translate? Did that happen? Did were the people who bought your stuff the people you expected to to buy your stuff? Um, I think with the cats that they have always been the consistency, and that like they've the audience with them, they they've always okay. been there and yeah. But I did I I remember I bought out these mugs word mugs messages on mugs just didn't work and right didn't quite know the audience because I actually thought I was going to get a load of I had some like ones for the LGBTQ audience as well which I didn't I I thought I was probably going to be going down that road and maybe getting like um I, I wanted to do mugs for kind of like civil partnerships and weddings right and that kind of stuff and that just didn't seem to take off really um and i know there's a lot more now there's a lot more kind of products out there but actually that that's probably something i should have i could have gone down and i didn't i just ended up kind of sticking with the animals because it yeah um and was that because you yeah. you felt like you more you were more connected to the animals really once you started doing it you kind of realized I, I, it was the response yeah it was the, oh, response, the response I got okay. really right. yeah and that people could were relating to the story and then I was hearing their story stories okay. about their um, animals their cats and and I think it was naturally I think that was where it was taking me yeah, yeah. that's interesting sometimes you just it just it kind of it happens doesn't it in that in that way you kind of try something and mm. you think that will be the path and then no you kind of drawn back to this and it and it sort of carries on in the di- in that direction but it's it's almost like there's something innate in you that that kind I of know. knows but yeah I think so there's a there's a <laughs> I, I kind of sometimes think of it have you seen the film Donnie Darko with the kind of path that he comes out of comes out of him and leads him to different different areas I don't know if you remember that film no, anyway it's a bit it feels like a bit like that I think it's kind of maybe not preordained or anything like that but kind of you've got something in you that wants to do you've got an intuition that wants to do certain things I think um, so and sometimes your mind gets in the way and wants to try something else yeah because logically oh we should be doing this and then that's not quite right or it doesn't it's not kind of fit fitting together if that makes sense yeah that does make sense I think that's what happened really following you follow your heart don't yeah. you yeah follow your heart follow but sometimes you don't know what your heart wants and you're kind of yeah, yeah sometimes you you get a bit that's confused true. don't you with with what you should I know do. and you kind of have to focus on one thing I would have loved to have done like a range of like gay wedding mugs and stuff I really would because there, there's never enough well there's just not no choice out there there is more now but yeah there wasn't a few years ago and you know maybe if I'd had a bit more um money behind me or something I could have kind of done something with that but it was you know you can't do everything and I love cats (laughs) I'm not saying (laughs) and also I guess it has to kind of align with with what you're doing already in a way because if you've got that customer base and you've got that audience um, they might not align with you, as you say, doing yeah. doing words on things mm. when you've always done drawings, and then you're suddenly 
going and doing words and things like that it's it's it, it's yeah. a bit confusing and then the customer's confused and then they don't buy it and then it doesn't work so but sometimes that can be mm. that can trap you as well so because you That's should true. be able to try different things and it's a tricky one yeah it is tricky you're right I guess it's testing the audience like you can kind of link yeah. up the two that's the the best way I guess also as you say you can test yeah. things there you can just you could mock up a mug with these things on it and say who would buy who no. would buy this you know and just mm. have a little I guess an Instagram yeah. poll but or that's, something like that that's a interesting lesson though because what people say they like doesn't always equal purchases that's interesting so sometimes something will go really well and they'll go yeah yeah i'd buy it but when you actually launch it it doesn't always <laughs> they, happen they're liars so basically. make sure you ask your <laughs> make sure or they just maybe at that moment don't want to buy it at that time but yeah um maybe one day but obviously your customers if you can kind of do lots of an email campaign and ask them then they are really good to right kind of get feedback on new stuff definitely email list and and i guess email definitely ask the instagram people as well okay and email list it's you've mentioned that a few times and i think that is something that people need to focus on if they're going to do have have any kind of business i suppose it's kind of building that list and having a load of people on a list definitely yeah it's also a really good way of connecting with yeah really good way I know that you think people aren't reading emails but they do and you can put a bit more information in there and and make it really personal yeah um and just keep in touch with them so you know you're basically developing relationships with people and you know I I chat to loads of my customers now on email and I get some lovely replies and it does it does make you it helps the journey yeah. because you know that people are actually listening and interested absolutely and they're connecting yeah. with what you're doing and that's and that is like the basis of what you're doing isn't it you're trying to connect with people through these products you'll share you're, there's a shared yeah, connection there mm. there's a love of animals there's a love of cats i know there's a love of space and simplicity and mm. calm and so you're kind of you're putting that out to your to your customers and they're responding and 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 that connection as you say i think for any artist which you, you should be calling yourself an artist mm. <laughs> is 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 what it's all about it's making that connection that connection between the so you've got the you've got the you, you've got the piece of work or whatever you've created and the audience and that magic oh, whoops, that magic that happens in between and i think that's those those are where the sparks are and things and the joy that's so true that's such a lovely way of looking at it because it is such a joy yeah. you know when someone buys something that that you've made yeah it's so you know i don't i'll never get tired of that because it's lovely and then they you know write to you and say i've got one of your mugs and it's just Aww. that is pure joy yeah, isn't absolutely. it it's incredible really. that someone wants to kind of they're kind of becoming part of your your gang in a way i suppose (laughs) yeah i so (laughs) your cat gang yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah. so maybe do you have any do you have any regrets or you all good you you you're happy that you've 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 done this i am yeah yeah 
I don't have any regrets. Um, cause I, yeah, there's, there's a lot of things I didn't want to do. And, um, this has just given me, I don't know, it's given me an identity, which I didn't have for a long time. Yeah. Um, and I've created it. Yeah. Created From my scratch. own after all those years of trying to fit, fit in places, yeah. you know, it's like, well, I don't need to fit in anymore. I've got my own. <laughs> yeah. Um, Brilliant. So, yeah. No, no regrets. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's great. I mean, I think it's incredible. I think your journey is incredible and inspiring that you've made a decision and you did it and you've created it and you've been doing it for 10 years and you've built a wonderful customer base. You've built connections. You've created a range of beautiful products that people use in their homes for a long time. And yeah, I think it's a fantastic journey and I hope people learn from it. And um, and yeah, fantastic. And what, so lastly i'd like to just plug have you got anything coming up or can people find obviously they can find your products online and on instagram i can't remember what your Insta, what's your instagram um handle at it's um gin designs or one word gin designs so it's j-i-n designs yeah yep all one word and obviously website is gindesigns.com um and i have all the collections on there fantastic um there is going to be lots of new stuff coming out. I've got a new um, version of an, a design, of a very popular design that's coming out in the in the coming weeks. Okay. So, yeah, there's lots to look forward to. Great. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Jin. You've been fantastic. And um, I really appreciate your time. Thank and you, Lucy. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks so much. Take care. I really hope you enjoyed that chat. I think it's really insightful and so much advice in there for people starting out who want to kind of follow the same path as Jin. And remember to go to becominganartist.co.uk if you want to download Jin's path. Um, and also remember to subscribe if you want more stories like this one. Thank you.